You are now listening to the Master Jmehan Podcast. Episode 4. The Union of the Snake If you have been ritualistically or scientifically abused, you should stop now and ask someone safe, whom you trust, to let them listen first, and then only listen in their company, or if they deem it is safe for you. Some information might be triggering. If you are a minor, please consult your parents before continuing. This episode builds on the previous ones. Some podcast players, like some Beatles songs, play things in reverse. If yours does, you should start at episode one to get the most out of this information as it builds upon itself. Or you can follow Lucifer's first law and do what thou wilt. The breaking of a human soul takes an incredible amount of time and effort. It requires a ruthlessness and motivation that can only be described as satanic. The major difference between ancient mechanism and modern mechanism comes with their greater scientific approach. We will explore that soon, but since to date their scientific approach is relatively new in terms of world history and cannot yet be openly used on the public at large, they continue to use their ancient methods on you and I. In this episode, we will start with the past and come forward to the present by way of introduction. Well, join me. I'm glad to sit here at the right hand of Satan. The vision of Joel has been fulfilled. So the name of this project is Funvax. We don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We'll eliminate this behavior. And we I am Governor Spencer but you know there's quite an awakening coming prior to world war ii and nazi germany occult practices invoked spiritual magic pavlovian thinking mesmerism drugs and demons to further Lucifer's threats post-Eden. The satanic Nazi cult theorized that science and medicine could be used to create a one-size-fits-all method that could rapidly guarantee repeatable results on any human it was tried on. This was one of the major reasons behind the establishment of the Nazi concentration camps. They needed lots of people to experiment on. Let's drag some of this history into the light by stepping into the darkness, or as the Luciferians say, follow the yellow-bricked road. 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 Human mental fragmentation used to enslave a human mind is only possible in the end 
because human beings are naturally designed to disassociate when circumstances beyond their control threaten their survival. Another word for this is trauma. The effect of which on a person, when not able to heal properly, we today call PTSD. We know how terrible this can be on soldiers returning from war. If you can imagine the effect on children who have no adult coping or self-soothing skills, you can begin to understand how the process is used to control the mind and thus the entire human being. Trauma, as a tool for enslaving humans, is a simple concept. Human beings have the ability to separate their conscious awareness from reality for a period of time, locking a trauma away for later processing in a safer environment. The process works equally well on males and females, but males can be more easily compartmentalized as male brains are designed to hyperfocus on situations due to their God-given role as providers and protectors. Males are designed to get their jobs done, and then if needed, process the full experience later, usually in the form of an alpha trance. Female brains are brilliantly designed to multitask in a way that men do not do as well. This is also used against women in the occult, as their nesting ability can more easily process multiple worlds within at once. When children are traumatized frequently while their brains are developing, and if the person is never allowed to reprocess the trauma in safety, the person is placed in a lingering state of disassociation. If these traumas occur at a particularly young age, they can be even harder to overcome as the child in question has no adult coping skills in which to protect themselves, as we've already said. A child will then wall off the memory of the trauma and actually create another person within their mind who can take the pain they cannot yet process. Many survivors so traumatized say that these memories are stored in black and white, like a game of chess. We'll come back to that. We used to call the end result of repeated trauma multiple personality disorder, but today we call it disassociative identity disorder, since the former is too revealing. But it is just a different name for the same phenomena. At the dawn of the human family, the most horrific trauma possible on a child was pedophilia, which Cain introduced on his young sons which we have already said. Their need to expose older humans to this process brought about the use of pharmakia, sorcery, drugs, in the experience. The ancients say that the first sorcery used was opioids. Since the males were first to be indoctrinated into mehanism, it became necessary to find a way to bring women in, as well as to breed them, in order to create more Luciferians. Thus began the Watcher Cult, called in Hebrew, the Lie of the Nephilim. It was the first use of mythology, or mythos, as we understand it. It worked like this. A young woman was drugged, and in her state of confusion, she was raped in a ritualistic show where she believed that an angel come down from heaven had chosen her as a special vessel to birth a new race of supermen. It was from this that the patriarchs began to warn their children that demons can appear as an angel of light. 
It was a mockery of the father's promise that a chosen hero son from Eve, thus from the daughters of men, would be born to us and save us. This morphed in time to the demigods of ancient lore. It was also the start of the Saturn cult, which is still among us today. This is a big topic, so we will have more on this later. As selective breeding continued, humans were selected for their size, strength, and natural abilities. It was not long before giants were bred. The sodomy that was always inflicted on these bred children created the effects we have already spoken about. But the most pertinent effect for our discussion here was the sodomy rage. This is the ancient and correct meaning of Genesis 6. The shocking return of the mythos of the Nephilim today in Christianity is merely an attempt by Luciferians to undermine the glory of God. It is a lie, and it never happened in the way that is being taught. The occult knows the truth, but they don't want you to know it. In the end, the world became so corrupted by Mahanists that God was forced to flood the world to end the Watcher cult, with its sister cults, the Lie of the Nephilim, and the cult of Saturn. There was a short peace for a time, but post-flood, the Watcher cult was revived by Noah's son, Ham, Ham's son, Canaan, and his grandson, Nimrod. This was repackaged as Mystery Babylon, along with drugs, alterations to the creation story, and mesmerism. It was not long after that Nimrod reintroduced the breeding program in an attempt to recreate giants with the plan to storm the heavens in a mighty tower, known universally in every culture, the same we call the Tower of Babel. Remember this truth and learn it well. Luciferians are crazy. Just as the tower was a moronic idea, and Lucifer knew that, his goal was never to build a tower to heaven. He's not that stupid, but he does delight in giving his chosen stupid plans to waste their time and injure others. So when you hear crazy conspiracy stories that your intelligence says are not possible, don't fall for the trap. Just because it's stupid doesn't mean that wicked people have not been commanded by their archdemon to try and make it happen. Today is the day that we are to prepare to meet God. If Lucifer can waste our lives in amusement and diabolical stupidity, Oh boy! He has actually won, at least, our souls. Hear it well. As part of Nimrod's breeding program, in an attempt to recreate giants, he passed a law that prior to the consummation of any marriage in his domain, a husband was required to bring his new wife to him for the first round of impregnation. Failure to do so was punishable by death. Nimrod saw himself as a grade-A stud muffin, so it made sense to him anyway. Nimrodian ritual, drugs, and mesmerism made its way, in time, to Egypt and Greece, along with most other nations. This is the reason that all classical mythology connects in ways that caused Joseph Campbell to see one hero with a thousand faces. Nimrod would later be killed by Esau, the son of Isaac, but his reign of terror set the stage for all of the occult beliefs, rituals, and rites we are suffering under today. 
not that much changed in terms of Luciferianism until the modern age. As humanity embraced Westernization, brought on by Socrates, Aristotle, and Plato, but spread nearly worldwide by Alexander the Great, the old gods and their rites didn't resonate with modern minds. Christianity also made a major dent in the worldviews of many. The lie of lusty angels and gods raping drugged women was repackaged as demons and classical mythos and morphed into fairy tales. The Victorian age, with the Industrial Revolution, meant the need for a new inner mythos in which to ground and control the bred members of the occult. They were very eager to build on the work of Ivan Petrovich Pavlov, who had published his work on how to control thoughts and reflexes in animals. You will remember that Pavlov was able to prove that he could control a dog's physical drool by ringing a bell. Through repeatedly ringing a bell before feeding his dog, he was able to cause poor Roverovich to start salivating the moment he heard the bell. A step up from drugs and hypnotism in terms of mind control and its effect on physicality. Luciferians reasoned that Pavlovian programming could be used to trigger commands in children, particularly when combined with disassociation and mesmerism. These are called triggers in the occult and range from any form of sensory stimuli, but are more often than not auditory commands. But don't have to be. Luciferians who push all the dictums of Darwinism <laughs> for the masses reasoned that this could work incredibly well on us sheeples. <laughs> just as it did on Roverovich, Pavlov's mind-controlled dog. <laughs> it is a form of predictive programming. It works because a particular stimuli, if repeated enough, becomes anticipated. We have been giving you an annoying example of this to try and make a point. But... Wait for it. Wait for it. We realize that it is becoming annoying, but the fact that you come to hear it in your mind when triggered, oops, wrong place, is proof that the principle works. So we will let up on the fart effects for now, but we can't promise that we won't tune up your programming if you start to wander too far afield from the yellow brick road. Do you see how it works? Pavlov's new insights into neurological, psychological, and sociological manipulation needed a better mythos than pagan so-called classical mythology to ground them on internally in modernity. And so modern mythoses were commissioned. The first of these was Alice in Wonderland, with Alice through the looking glass. But... That dumbbell story was not relatable in the United States, where the occult was eager to expand into. For American children, this was replaced with the Wizard of Oz series. Once the cinematic arts were established, Walt Disney was tasked with foundational programming visually. But it was the Nazis who really blew the whole thing up when they had the full power of the German nation, the money of both Rome and the Luciferian bankers of England, 
on their side. This was the beginning of demonic mind control in the scientific age. The Nazis were tasked with the assignment of discovering just how far a person could be taken physically into satanic disassociation before they either died or lost the will to live. The techniques they learned are still being used today to one degree or another on the public. They claim that by the year 2001, one in every 300 Americans have been through some form of Nazi satanic mind control programming. They say the numbers are higher in Europe and Asia. If true in America alone, that's one million broken people walking, working, and living among us. These have been tasked with infiltrating every state, city, and community, every political party, church, military branch, educational institution, corporation, bank, civil service, medical, and media outlet. If the numbers are true, you have already met and interacted with people who have been victimized by ritual and scientific programming. Knowing a little bit about what to look for can help you better protect your own as well as aid those currently within the occult who want to escape. Many want to escape, but don't know whom they can trust. Of the various sects of the Brotherhood of Lucifer, the most prominent and dangerous today is the Illuminati. Their name plays honor to their god Lucifer, the bringer of light, who illuminated them in regards to good and evil via demon insertion, via sodomy. These teach that there are two breeds of humans on the earth, those who descend from Adam and Eve, or the mammals, and those who descend from Eve and the snake, or the reptilians. Cain, they say, was the son of the serpent, while Abel was the son of Adam and Eve. Since Napoleonic times, these so-called sons of the snake have been joining forces in a union. And, since snakes eat mammals, they reason that it is natural for them to eat and drink the blood of the rest of us. This is all mythos. It is a lie. But broken people act on their mythology and write songs about it, even warped ones.
so, the union of the snake is on the rise. It sure was in the 1980s when we were first being warned about these things. Go and watch the official music video for this song on the internet, and this time watch the symbolism presented. Note the checkerboard pattern, black and white, the ritualized children, and the snake father, and the locations. If you listen close, you can hear them singers, ho, o oh, o. Oh. The principles of how this is done to one child are the same principles that are used on a society at large. We will explore this when next we meet. Back Through the Water Curtain Fortunately for us, the evil ones among us always broadcast their plans. They are compulsive about that, so you needn't worry that they will stop telling us. Their major source is through entertainment, since they embrace mythos. Thus, John and Nick tried to tell us, despite their stupid nod to Barbarella. Voices in your body coming through the radio. And even though there was a snake in the bushes, if you now can see that the union of the snake is on the climb, there's a chance you could be right. Nightshades on a warning. Give me strength, or at least give me a light. That we intend to do. Fair use claim. We are claiming fair use for the items in this podcast in which we do not own the copyright. United States law allows us to use items copyrighted by others in this podcast without their permission in the manner that we have under fair use. American courts have ruled that using another's copyrighted items in this manner is crucial when commenting and illustrating subject matter. Otherwise, news and commentary in the public discourse would be hindered, which is a violation of our constitutional rights, including our freedom of speech and freedom of the press, etc. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The Masters Mayhan podcast will continue.